Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell, and this is episode number 16. We are also beginning our journey through the book of 1 John today. We talked a little bit of background information yesterday. I hope you check that out so that you got a little bit of context as we jump in to 1 John chapter number 1, the first four verses today. That's all we're going to talk about. Should be a pretty short and sweet episode. As we look at the way John writes this letter, we see a difference already in the very first few words, something different than Paul usually writes. Paul has his phrases. Peter has his phrases. Jude has his phrases. John begins by getting right to the point. He doesn't talk. He doesn't give an introduction. He just says that which was from the beginning, which we've heard, which we've seen with our eyes, which we've looked upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. I love how he jumps in, and it it mirrors his gospel account, right? The book of John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the book of 1 John, this letter he writes to these third-generation believers that have diluted the truth, he says, that which was from the beginning, which was eternal, which we've heard, and which we see, and which we have looked upon, and which we've touched with our hands. It was a physical, God eternal, wrapped in flesh, physical. And he says, the life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and we testify to it, and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father, and was made manifest to us. And then verse 3, that gives a very clear indication as to what we are called to do. Check this out in verse 3. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Verse 4, and we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. I was talking to a counselor one time who said, the human experience isn't completed until you share in that experience, or you share that experience with others. And I said, explain to me what that means. And as we talked about it, I realized, okay, I enjoy playing golf. I really love my time on the golf course. I just get to experience nature, experience the beauty of God's creation, and chase a little white ball all over it. It's wonderful. But as I do that, I realize something. If I ever have a really great shot, and I mean a great shot, hit the ball really smooth, ends up right where I want it to go, beautiful just incredible moment. I want to talk about it. After I get done playing a round of golf, I will tell the people that know me or the people that I've played golf with in the past, if I've ever played golf with you and I've hit a, I could hit a good shot today and I'm going to call you and talk about it because I want to share that experience because as I share it, something amazing happens in my brain. Whenever I tell you about this experience I had, I get to relive that experience. When John says, I'm writing you these things so that our joy may be complete. Here's why I'm writing this down for you. Here's why I'm sending this to you. Here's why I'm sharing this for you, because my joy gets to be completed. That means I get to relive this and enjoy this all over again. You know, I think about the people in my life that I consider spiritual heroes. How on earth are those people so focused on Jesus and seem to have so much energy and so much passion? I realize the similarities. Those people are the ones that share Jesus the most. The more you share what Jesus has done in your life, the more you get to relive those experiences. John is writing 
to a church that needs some correction. He's writing to a group of believers that need to be reminded of actual essential truths. But he's writing it, and as he's sharing these truths, he's reminded of those truths again. So those experiences come back up in his mind. As he's writing about this Jesus, I don't know what's in his mind as he's penning these first few verses. It may be the moment he was in the boat with the disciples, and the storm comes, and Jesus walks on the water, and then calls Peter out, and Peter walks on the water. And he's thinking, if you want your joy to be complete, just keep your eyes on Jesus. Because I tell you, as soon as Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, he was sinking. And maybe John is trying to explain us, listen, those things that try to sink you are already under God's control completely. So just Put your focus, put your mind on Jesus, him alone, and everything will be wonderful. Now, see, if he's writing that from an eyewitness account, he's thinking back to that moment, and he's got a smile on his face thinking the power he got to experience right there on the sea. I believe we need to share our experiences. If you want to be that joy-filled person, then allow your joy to be completed. Share it with other people. So today I encourage you, share the good news of this eternal truth with somebody else. And when you do, think about the moment he saved you, the moment he rescued you, the moment that Jesus changed your life forever. And I promise it will bring a smile to your face and your joy will be complete.